amazing, everybody. I pray that you've risen grand. I love that Julie Gadding early and she's on the stage. Grand rising. <laughs> Miss Julie, are you there? Dawn, I love Justin, okay? I love Justin. I love him. I love him on that song. I love him. I love him. I love him. Oh, so we have got a little new series that we're going to do on a Fridays. Nobody even knows what it is, but I'm going to tell y'all what it's about to be. So on a Fridays, I'm sitting here. I've got literally so much packs of my sticks in front of me. And I thought it would be great for people to just have an opportunity to come up to the stage and just share their week and um, just share anything they may be going through, anything they're growing through, anything that they may need some kind of support with or through. Um, or maybe they just want to share, share some awarenesses that they've had throughout the week, because um, I noticed that when people actually share their story, their journey, their truth, it blesses people. And if um, it then gives an opportunity to be coached or supported or offered any advice, then that's what's going to be done. So it's going to be a real life on stage, like in front of everybody, coaching experience for everybody. Um, and an opportunity as well for the people in Elevate to actually talk through what they're going through out loud. Um, just so if anybody needs support, we're here. So um, I'm literally at this present moment inviting everybody to the stage. Like th this is going to be real life. This is nobody hiding. This is recognizing that your story, your truth, your week, your journey could actually bless somebody else. And I'm just encouraging y'all to be bold, be brave and be courageous. Get bodied. Here we go. I've invited everybody up to the stage. And yeah, it's just going to be a live conversation um, and live healing if it needs to be done, live coaching if it needs to be done, live support if it needs to be done. I'll wait for you guys to accept the invitation. In the meantime, in between time, I'm going to um, just share a little bit about my week. This week has been profound, in fact. And I think it's because I've been, um, I've come out of a little bit of a funk over a couple of weeks. And the minute that I recognized that I was going to go coaching on Tuesday, it was like I could breathe. It was genuinely like, ah, oh, I'm gonna get some support. I'm gonna get some help. I'm gonna get clarity. And I just think that for a very long time in my life, I took that um, for granted because I saw help and as a weakness. Um, so when I had to ask for help, I felt like it was because I was inadequate or I couldn't do it. Yet I was, I should have known how to do it. Um, so for me to be in a place where I've like kind of made a conscious decision that actually I'm going to have a coach for the rest of my life because it just helps. It just helps you have clarity in your thinking in um, things that you're going through, in things that you're processing, in things that you're witnessing. And yes, it's an investment. It is something that I have to pay for and something that I'm willing to pay for and something that I know I am blessed to pay for. And I think that is the difference in recognizing and seeing yourself grow. Like there's seasons in my life where I've been 
I've been very happy to go through things alone, very happy to go through things alone. But I'm in a place now where I recognize the healing that comes in community. I recognize the growing that comes in seeking counsel. I recognize how both of those elements are a major part of me and something that seriously supports me. So um, having my coaching session was just a blessing. And um, it just, funnily enough, I've only got one more left with that particular coach but I'll either reinvest with her or I'll get another one. Um, but it's something that I will continue to have because it's like a professional friend. And I think as much as we need friend friends, I think everybody needs a professional friend, a person who's gonna have no bullshit <laughs> when you speak to them about your stuff. Sometimes our friends meet us where we're at and we need to be covering our blind spots. So yeah, that's me and my week. For those people that have come into the room, welcome to Get Bodied Fridays. On Fridays, we're doing a new series where I'm inviting everyone and anyone to the stage to just share their story, their journey, their experiences, knowing that if you need support, we're here. If you need to be coached, we're here. Maybe you're just growing through something and you're having these amazing realizations and you're just not sharing them. One thing I know about living um, a purpose-filled life and one thing that I know about um, just being a blessing is the, the biggest blessing that you can be is sharing your blessings with others. Many of us are using tools that work for us, are reading books that work for us, are in certain rooms or courses or environments that work for us and we're selfishly keeping them to ourselves. What happens if some other person is struggling and just something that you've been applying as small as it is or as big as it is can bless another person? Then this is what we want to do on Fridays. We want to share that knowledge. We want to share that wisdom. We want to share those tools or understandings with other people so that they can be blessed. Grand Rising, Miss Cece. Wagwan, how are you? How are you? How, how did I get to the front of the queue? Because it, it just showed me that it's because mum had popped in and out so she came down and then back up. So I'm oh, rising. <laughs> I am great. I'm good. I'm feeling I'm feeling alive this morning. Awesome. So tell us, how's your week been? Have you been getting bodied or have you had to body the week? What's good? You know what? Um I've been getting bodied, but in such a subtle way. That is beautiful. It's just like our half moments that just keep happening. I'll be sat having a conversation and I'm like, ding dong. And it's literally just like the lightest tap on the door. Hello, Claudine, just a reminder that I'm here. And it's been beautiful. So that sounds all cute and stuff, like maybe real life experiences or something. Some real so truth. Honestly, it's just really basic things being put in situations like I've been saying things to myself. Oh, I'm, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. I'm going to do this. And I've just been kind of letting them go and not really. Can you give us an example of one of the things you said you was going to do? So, for example, I was talking to my son the other day who um, has decided to start getting me clients, as he says. Mum, you know. I can take a percentage of this. I'm going to bring people in. You can plait hair. 
And I was like, no, oh, it's too long, it's my time. Blah, 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 blah. And the other day I sat and I went, I can do this. It'll bring in a bit of extra income. It's not something that, you know, I can't do. I can do this. Yesterday I received a message in my inbox. Hey, um, I need my hair done. Can you comb my hair? And I was like, oh, because you know, like you put things out there and you forget about them. But it's like everything we say and think is being picked up. Everything we say and think is being picked up. So even when we think, oh, it's just a thought, what's happening with our thoughts? Where are our thoughts going? So that's what I'm saying. It's just subtle reminders. I have kind of let it go. And this particular person, I actually looked at a picture of them the other day and I was like, oh, so I want to comb their hair. So it was really funny when two days later, they're in my inbox asking me to comb their hair. The, the power of attraction. And I was like, wow, this is so fun. And then they messaged me and they were like, like, thank you, you've done a great job. I've now found my new hairdresser. And I was like, just like that. And you know what? I think as well, um, for you personally, sometimes you, so you notice in your language, you said, oh, but it's my time. But what we think we can do with our time and what we're actually doing with our time are two very different things. Time isn't an issue for you in being able to plait people's hair. Honey, you got time. Yes. And the thing is, when we start to use what we so naturally and effortlessly do um, to bless other people, those people are going to be more than willing to bless us. You know, um, many people don't even know how much hair was my first like. I actually loved hair as much as I loved dance, but I had to do so many people's hair that I just yuck, like, ugh, I didn't want it. And also somebody intervened when I had a vision that was, I'm gonna be a hairdresser. Actually, I'm going to own the hairdressers. So I was only gonna pop in on weekends to like slay people for the weekend, but I was naturally gonna be like a psychologist or something like that during the day, as well as be a teacher and run this school. If you ask me from young, I always had like five jobs, always, 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 always. Um, and one time I told somebody what I was wanted to be and they were just like, oh, a hairdresser is one of the lowest paying jobs. And so I just let it go. I realized that I allowed that to influence a part of what I wanted to do. So I stopped doing it because I was like, no, I want to earn a lot of money. So I'm not doing that. However, do you see the way that people who just focus on braiding, who focus on just doing weaves, who focus on just coloring or cutting, like are slaying the game like absolutely slaying it yeah it's very interesting as well and I think like I invested in myself um during lockdown and got a hair coach because I was like I've got my hair to manage I've got my children's hair to manage um I'm very invested in like my growth and stuff like that so during lockdown I completely cut off my hair I was like, right, I've invested in a hair coach. I genuinely believe, like, I've listened to her. I believe her. I know that I've got the tools to now um, do what I need to do. So even just in the last couple of weeks, the amount of people that have said to me, Pauline, what, like, you cut your hair not too long ago. How is your hair growing back? What are you doing with your hair? So just knowing that an investment in myself can then be an investment in other people. And now I can now gain from the investment I made in myself it's just been such like subtle like I said just little things that you may not even necessarily think of at the time they may kind of go over your head but it's like oh my god like there you go do something with what you've got 
And they become huge because Claudine's investment in herself has been an investment in us all. I know Auntie Shah's in the room and I know myself, we've been asking her questions about what products to apply, how to moisturize our hair, how to actually keep it moisturized. Like guys, before lockdown, I didn't even know that black people's hair thrived from having water. What? I would never put water in my hair because I'm not trying for it to be a frizz, but actually it requires water. And so through her investment, she's been able to pass that investment of her knowledge onto those of us that are willing to reach out or have known what she's been doing. Also, on top of that, guys, my hair, like, ah, my real hair is so long, it's so bomb. And that in itself was a journey in me embracing me. Um, the natural journey that I've been on for, I think, about four or five years now. Um, people don't understand it because they see me in weaves and this and that, bro. It is protective styling, number one. And number two, the level of working out that I do, like um, my hair, it just can't cope with being out and that level of working out. Um, it takes a lot. It takes a lot to maintain Afro hair. And it's something that you, you need to come into relationship with. And so it's been a journey of about four or five years for me personally. And only now can I say that I love it. The amount of times I wanted to slap back relaxer in or just this is just not me. Um, and it's been a real, real journey of embracing myself. Um, so I look forward to what you bring to the table. Even, um, even the other day I was sitting here and dad rang me. Like you're right, I said, Jen. He said, "What's the products that you use?" And I just, I just started laughing because literally all of the members of my family were like, "When I cut off my hair, they literally all asked me if I was going crazy." I literally remember we was all at the dad's house. They were all laughing at me. They were like, "Oh my god, cleaning your hair!" And I was sitting there with this face on me, with this tiny afro, thinking, "Oh my god, what, what have I done?" And now they're like, "Oh, hold on a second. What, what did you actually do, Claudia? And I'm like, see, like it actually worked. But it's, it's just, this week has just been beautiful. It's been really, really little things. I emailed um, my son's nursery because I was like, oh, he's doing afternoons and it's it's taking a bit much out of me. It's not working how I want it to work. I'm on the morning. And when I emailed them, they said, no, sorry, we're full. We haven't got spaces. And I was like, okay. I let it go. On Monday, she rang me. She said, we've got a space. Bring him in on Wednesday. So he's been doing mornings all week. And I was like, great. Like, you asked. You put it out there, you let it go. There it is. Love that. So thank you. Just to reset the room, guys, this is a on Fridays, we're doing a new series called Get Bodied, Be Great. And it's a space where we want to hear from everybody in the audience, like how you're getting through your week, what's helping you, where you're investing, maybe where you're struggling. Um, so we can be here to support you, whether it's coaching you need, whether it's healing you need, whether it's a prayer, a good word, whatever. We want to encourage each other in real life to seriously be great so that was Claudine's story and her journey throughout this week um as you was talking Sorry, I just wanted to share as well that I I missed a slight bit of Tanya's room on Wednesday evening I think it was Wednesday evening and I heard that a conversation came up where I was invited to do something that I wasn't aware of by certain people no it wasn't on that room it wasn't on that room one thing I will say is while you was talking I was invited to pick a stick for you and it actually says it's a red stick by the way and it says you become what you believe plant positive seeds what stick did you pick earlier on um, one, every flower that 
Well, I believe that the sticks have got a message for you. So I pray that not only do you plant the seeds, but you water them so they grow. Walk in faith. I like this because now it's coming to the platform and now people are going to remember this. Yeah. What happened with that? Oh. This is why it's called Get Bodied because we're here to hold the people accountable to being great. Thank you so much for sharing with us. Grand Rising, Miss Tina, what's good? I just wanted to say, Claudine, that your um, misaccountability. <laughs> so when um, you're really good at holding people to account, just now you goes, oh gosh, I don't like this because now people are gonna. Yeah, it's great to be held to account, right, CC? I don't know where this whole misaccountability thing came from because I am good to let y'all fly. Like, do your thing. Okay. Not, on, you're not, much, girl. not on your team. It's okay, guys. Do your thing. Not you can't take it back now, boo. Mum, how's your week been? Any blessings, lessons? Okay, but I just wanted to show Claudine as well the magic because Claudine was just about to talk about something and Tanya had to say, no, 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 it wasn't in my room. And just as Claudine was going to talk about that, he stepped in. Gary stepped in. I called him. It's okay. I called him in his energy, Mr. Gary. It's okay. He's meant to be there. So he so he has arrived in the room. So we will get to that. Because, yeah, yeah. When you want to hide, God shows you clear sight. Um, my week, it's, it's been great, Tanya. Um, I've been uh, very actively throwing out, um, what do you say? The, um what you call it, make a new thing out of an old thing. Yeah, um, I've been throwing out, I've been throwing out a lot. And um, at one season, I was really focusing on me. And I realized that when I was focusing on me, I don't, I weren't really throwing a lot out. But I'm, I'm out now, I'm out, out. Yeah, and um, yeah, I'm throwing a lot out. And I realized that when you lot just said about watering seeds, I was like, oh gosh. Because I, 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 I'm not good with my water. I'm not good with my water. I'm not good with my water. So, um, yeah, if, if, it's, if it's summer, it's like I, I, I feel more thirstier and I might absorb more. And also, I think it's just because of that track back and forth to the, to the toilet. And I was actually wondering if a solution was to have a pail, like what our parents used to, because the laziness of... My, my room's right next to the bathroom, but it's just the constant breaking the sleep and then you've got to get up at five. So, yeah, any any suggestions on how to how to cure that would be great. They say to start drinking your water earlier, so you have a stop time. So I've then... Been doing, I've been doing that because I'm getting it in and, and I've got that bottle that says between this time and that time. And, you know, like one time I, I just flooded it. I just drank it quick, quick, quick. Let me get to the litre before 12 o'clock because I had intended that. And then I just kept on running to the toilet every second, like every second, every second. So, yeah, it's just the balance, but actually... And also, do you sip your water? Do you just, like, gradually drink it in, in pieces throughout the whole day? Or are you drinking cups and then cups? Tanya, I overindulge in everything. <laughs> That's why you're going to the toilet like that. <laughs> If you just like have bits throughout the whole day, like little sips, you don't go to the toilet as much. 
there, but actually, I can I can actually feel the thirst, so I'm gonna address that. But um, yeah. Yeah, something's happening today. My throat. Something is happening since five a.m. Where I genuinely feel over dehydrated. I'm like, what is this? I'm so thirsty. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I think I think the other thing for me is um I know you went yesterday. I loved that room, by the way. Um, the definition between faith and belief. And I know yesterday you went to the dictionary and it was like complete trust or confidence in something or someone. Um, today, I'd like to go from Hebrews 11, chapter 11, um, verse 1. And it says, now faith is the assurance of all things hoped for and the conviction of things not seen. Listen, when you start reading the book, which we're reading in Elevate. This month in Elevate, we're reading a book called Crazy Faith by Todd. What's his name? I mean, I know him surname. Michael Todd. Michael Todd. Why do I call him Todd? Right, Michael Todd, right? And when you start listening to that throughout that, what you've just read is, it is like a constant. It is a constant. It is a constant. And you've just led me to share something with everybody in this room. He asks us to do something within that book which I dare you all to do he asks you to write a hope list because read that definition again mum oh she's gone no no it's Hebrews 11 1 now faith is the assurance of things hoped for and the conviction of things not seen. Right, so before we get to the conviction, like the actual belief of them happening, we've got to be willing to have hope. Now, if anybody ever hears me speak, I always say, I don't like hope. Hope is too, is too, it's too light work for me. Like I never really use the word hope because I feel like it's just very tiptoey. But, in listening to it in terms of having faith, I recognize why it's necessary. Because if you can't hope for something, then are you even open to it? And what I'm inspired to share with you guys is the reason why I personally don't vibe with hope. Because um, people use hope as an excuse to do nothing. Whereas me, I... I already sit in the place of where hope sits. So here's what I feel hope as, holding only positive energy. Holding only positive energy. So do you hear why people don't have hope? Because they don't allow themselves to just hold only positive energy. So in the book, he asks you to write a hope list. So for instance, if right now you're living in a council home and you desire to own a home or become a homeowner, I dare you to get out a pen and paper and write down, I hope to be a, ho a homeowner. If right now you're single, but you're desiring a fruitful, amazing relationship, furthermore, a marriage, 
write down, I hope to be a married woman or man. Right now, if your children are in a season that you can't relate to each other or they're walking down a path that may feel like it's full of destruction or maybe they're just miserable, maybe their energy's just dead. Say, I hope that my children X, Y, or Z. So go through your life, go through the areas. Right now, if, if finances are a struggle, Say, I hope to experience financial freedom. I hope that money comes to me easily. I hope I have enough money to invest wisely. I dare you. I dare everybody in this room to come out of this space today and write down a hope list. And when you do it, I dare you to get into one of my inboxes and say, Tanya, I've done my hope list. I've done my hope list. I am willing to hold only positive energy. Because if we can start with hope, then we can walk into the conviction of making things possible. Go ahead, mum. So for me, you asked me how my week is, and a part of me feels like, oh gosh, you're telling us to come up here and talk and then you pick up on little things. So when you say that um, busyness is the greatest distraction or however you say it, I, I've been very, 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 very busy. However, I'm very aware that I put myself dead last. So I'm not I'm not saying it as a, um, what you call it, I, I mean, I'm observing it and Oh, her reception is flying in and out. We'll wait for her to come back in. For those of you who've just joined the room, on Fridays, we're doing a new series called Get Bodied, Be Great. And it's literally... Oh, Did I drop out? Yeah. I'm my best testimony ever. Yeah. I'm just resetting the room, then you can continue. So yeah, on Fridays, we're doing a series called Get Bodied, Be Great, where we're just opening up the stage for real people to come up and show, share real stories. And if you need um, coaching, supporting, healing, just a place to express or share your wins, this is what we wanna do because I think it's necessary in the seasons of our life. I've noticed that we're stepping into winter and in winter, it's very easy for people to start to suffer with loneliness, for people to go into depression, for people to start to feel like there is some things that are not being done that need to be done. But I just want to tell somebody that in this season, it's time to go to work, get body, be great, plant your seeds, nurture them, write your plans, get so crazy about it that outside can't distract you, that the things that you think you need, they can't distract you because you're so embedded in doing what you're supposed to do and you're having fun doing it. This is what this series is about. Real conversations, real people, real stories. Just being real present to what's happening for us as it unfolds. Continue, Miss Tina. Yes, so I was saying that with what I, I'm very busy and with what I'm doing, people are saying you're very different with what you're doing and I feel different with what I'm doing. So I could identify that before I was project managing and I was very controlling. I was very, I want my own way. And I'm not going to say that from an arrogant perspective, but it just sort of be like, okay, this is what we need to do. And we know what we need to do. 
yeah and then it's like try it this way do that do it. and we go all around the houses to come right back to so I had to develop this courage to be my authentic self I had to be I had to believe in me because there was a part of me that had um imposter sy- in syndrome and I was like I don't have no qualification in this I don't have that I'm just going from my heart so it used to shrink back when it was supposed to stand up it used to hide when it was supposed to show up and um you know even on the Wednesday rooms you know first of all I was just talking oh no hey no and I found a place now, like, you don't hide spirit, Christina, because just like Tanya would say, I come from spirit. Why can't you boldly say that? Are you scared of the judgment of saying that? Come on, what's wrong with you? So I've been having conversations with myself, first and foremost, to kind of be my, be my true self, be unapologetically me. And, and yeah, and, and I found myself. I found myself in where I, in what I've always loved, but I've actually really found myself. And I found myself faithful to what I've always known. But before I was moved by other people's opinions, other people's, oh, they're going to think she's bossy, da, 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 da. And this week, you know, three times this week, last night, last night it frightened me. I've received three messages this week to say, you're an absolute boss. Three times. And last night, I, I rang back the person that said that to me, and I was like, what do you mean? And it was just like, nah, now they can feel and believe that something's happening. Before, it just seemed like an idea, but now it, there's like a different kind of faith. Yeah. I love and that. And when you was talking... The first time I picked a stick and it was so beautiful because it was, I was actually led to pick one from the healing collection. As a matter of fact, this is actually the healing collection. This is the, this is the collection that I designed for people who um, need mental clearing. And the pick I stick said, treasure the present. And then I was led to pick another stick and I picked it from the intention pack and it's green. So it's your heart chakra. And it says, hey, remember that person you thought you couldn't live without? Look at you all living in shit. (laughs) And I love it. Do you know why I love it? I love the alignment of them both. But what I really love is I feel in my spirit that the person you're living without is the person in you that you were carrying for so long. Amen. And it's so funny because for me, when you ask me about my week, my sticks are a part of my week. And do you know how much times for this week I've picked healing? So that actually really, really um, makes a lot of sense. And yeah, it's, it's so, I, I even had the trial, when I told the story about the bra story, yeah, it was the trial between my mind, I was on the way to the meeting, and because of the love, yeah, because of the, and you, and you showed a video yesterday where a man was asked to sing, and he sung, and he could sing well. But then the man gave him a few instructions as to sing now as if this or as if that. And then he sung from a completely different place, because when his why was evoked into the reason why he's doing it, when the why became the driving force, he just sang from a more purposeful and powerful place. And for me, this one of the projects that I'm involved in 
and I'm going to shout out, it's called Amanda and I. It really is the call for the man. Let us make man. It's the call for the man to get back and get, we say black and back, because sometimes the most destroyed man on the planet is the black man. And um, this is really an intention to call him back. And that's not from a blame perspective. Sometimes, just like what you're saying to me, the part of myself is the part of the black man self that he's been playing small and not embracing that that awesomeness and that incredible being that he is. So it is great to see that now on the 23rd, so two and three is five, to bear witness in the 10th month, which is power, you know, um, the Mandema are standing up and it moves me to tears to be in their meeting, to be a person that they want to gain from my experience. And, and one of the Mandem said yesterday that the most important thing is that we actually honor the women and we we thank them for what they what the part that they've played and this isn't about separation this is about us bringing the family back together so the project is so um yeah it's from my heart and you know what i personally have had to do healing on this project one thing that i am is so real and the reason why i had to do healing about it because i'm like why do we do that that was me when I have to sit with myself. And the reason why I'll say, why do we do that? Is because I was like, how come we're calling men together, but yet men have to stand and build by themselves still? But you know what I sat with and I realized, I was like, oh my gosh, the same way that women had to come together as women first. And I mean like individual, as an individual woman, and then you need to be supported by women so that you can kind of see yourself outside of yourself, learn about yourself, know more about yourself if you choose. And that's why you will hear many women say, I don't really associate with women. I was that woman. I have got the majority of my closest friends are males. I don't have no crazy circle of women around me. Mm -mm, no, sir. Because I just found that for me personally, men, I could just relate to, I could, I could relate to more. And so I had to sit with myself and I was like, oh my God, it's necessary that actually the men find their self within their self first. And then together, women who are finding their self within their self and men who are finding their self within their self, furthermore, being their self within their self, women being their self within their self. Only then can we really come together and create something bomb. But I had to sit with myself. I had to sit with my ego. I had to sit with my thoughts. I had to sit with the condition of our community. I had to sit with the way that I view men, period. I had to sit with myself. I had to sit with my judgment. And sometimes, go on. Sometimes we're not um, willing to do that in, in any kind of situation where we're having thoughts and feelings about something, but we don't sit with ourselves and get to the bottom of it. We don't sit with ourselves and seek wisdom. We don't sit with ourselves and seek understanding. And the thing is, the reason why the, the day that we were doing, we opened relationships in here, 
we were doing a show and I randomly wasn't going to pop up and I just was like hi guys I'm not really going to be here today but I just wanted to say hey and Junior was here and then he just took over the mic and the conversation just went to a whole different level and as it was happening at the end of the room is when it landed in my spirit where it was like oh my god Tanya you can't just let this space be available for women it has to be open to men and that's when we launched Elevate. Elevate wasn't open before then. Elevate opened with the intention that men and women would come through and so when that happened I was like oh my god it was very uncomfortable for me anyways and then as things have unraveled it's been a very uncomfortable journey only because um before I open the doors to men, many men are like, you need to do this for men, you need to do this for men, yet the doors are open and not one man will step in. So then you have to go, am I doing the right thing? Is this really what's supposed to happen? But I don't, I never questioned spirit. I never questioned spirit, but I just know it's timing. And sometimes we're asking for things. Furthermore, we've been told to do some things and we do them, we're obedient. We, we go for that job, we go to that course, we step in that room, we walk out that relationship, we write down the plan. And then we start the momentum and it actually feels like, bruh, there is no momentum. I just wanna let y'all know that the way that the momentum works out, you wouldn't even fully comprehend it. But that's why you have to continue regardless. You have to talk like they're there. You have to walk like it's happening. You have to dress like it's done. Yesterday or one of the days this week when I started my room, there was only one person in here for like 10 minutes. Bro, I spoke like the room had 100 people. I wasn't waiting until everybody came into the room. I wasn't waiting until everybody showed up. I wasn't sitting in silence until I saw the numbers coming. No, I had to be diligent. I had to continue to just speak as if the room was full. And until sometimes you activate that muscle within you, you will never get what you're called to do. You will never reap the blessings of the seeds that you're sowing. Because you can't wait until everything is in place. Sometimes you've just got to follow the assignment and continue to practice obedience. And water the tiniest seed, no matter how small it is.
So the faith that we all come from, something that we it is unseen, it's unknown, it's, it's in the nothingness and everythingness. That's where we all come from. And I love the beautifulness of you actually questioning this because do you know this space has come from Elevate? Do you know this space of the mandem? It's man that is like, wow, listen, you know what happened? Yeah, when we go into Tanya's group, and people start to ask certain questions. There's certain people that are not ready to go to that leveling of questioning. Just like if before we had started the space of raw with the men saying, well, why are women this and why are women that? And what? We may not have even been able to grow to the ability now to be able to have those conversations. And that's the clarity right there. The clarity is in the condition that we're in as separate as female and as male as separate and not knowing ourselves not allowing ourselves to be what we are at our capacity not even scraping the surfaces of it bruh how the hell are we out here expecting to come together that's why I done that room. You are the one. And until we start to see ourselves as whole in one, bro, we can't come together with nothing. Yet we can come together with nothing. And that's why, you see, when you were just talking about the X and the Y, I've always had this quote. I've never had to know the meaning of X because I know why. And that's what that man done yesterday in that video. When he knew his why, ha! He sang from a different place. And I just want to thank Elsa because Elsa sent that to me. I sent it around my space. You sent it around man them. And everybody was blessed. And that's the blessings of what I pray happens on Fridays. I pray that nobody comes in here wanting to sit in the audience. I pray that you come up to the stage knowing that whatever you're going through, experiencing, processing, thinking, maybe you're just going through a pit, bro. Be bold and brave to be like, nothing makes sense to me. Because I feel that we are being asked to recondition every level of our beings so that together as a community, we seriously, and I'm not talking about talking about it. I'm not talking about going into these meeting after meeting after meeting to ask for help. No, bro. We are building the block back, period. One brick at a time. Because each and every individual knows thyself. I'm not even playing about what's even on my chest lately because I've been getting too passionate. I think another thing is that, you know, even in what you just gave me when I said that, I've gone back to what I love, but I've gone back differently, yeah? So in me getting bodied to answer the question today and to, and to respond to the room, I can see a part of me died because even in the word bodied, I can see died, Yeah. And that part of me that was more kind of focused on God, what are people gonna think, what are people gonna, it, I had to, I, it had to get murdered. It had to get murdered. It was kind of like the enemy of my greatness. It was the enemy of my favor. You see, Abel was given the favor of God, and because Cain had offered up some flesh, some yeah, here, here, here's the flesh. Here's the manifestation. Here's the here's the food. And God said, no, 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 no. I want Abel. Because he's able, he's willing, he's the favor. He's just, he just got the unknown. And that 
just when I understood where humble came from humble was given <laughs> and it's in the bible many times because of who wrote it <laughs> but humble was given so you couldn't get bold about what has really been done in your life so everybody play humble everybody play humble it's not I can't even explain it to this room, how I feel it. Like, there's a difference between a type of person that is just blessed and they're blessed because they're obedient and they're blessed because they're a kind-hearted, beautiful, amazing person and their blessings are so heavy, are so deep because of who they are. And because of who they are, they give, they give, they give, they give. And so they receive, they receive, they receive, they receive. That's why they're blessed. But there's another thing where this world has it like, you've been obedient. You've been blessed because of how you, you are. Yet, yeah, shh, shut your mouth about it. Be quiet about it. So no one don't have no green eye for you. Or no one can't take what you're blessed with. Yo, no one can't take what you're blessed with anyways. They can try, but nobody can take what you've been blessed with. But what happens when you really start to use what you've been blessed with, not only to be a blessing for other people, but to show them what's possible for them? Don't be humble about that. Don't be humble about it. Because there's people looking around right now. When I spoke to women, do you know why it really changed my life? Because I couldn't believe how much of us were silent and humble about what we were conquering behind closed doors. I couldn't believe how much people were pressing and pushing and doing flipping incredible, amazing things that if they just had the courage to tell another woman that, yo, you can do the same thing, that woman would have been inspired to get out of the place that she was in. That's when I got crazy about what Raw was. So then it's like, no, we're not going to be humble about what we've pressed through. We're not going to be humble about the resilience that's in us. We're not going to be humble about the hard work that we put in. We're not going to be humble about the fields that we were plowing in. We're not going to be humble about it because we were humble for too long. And so y'all made us feel like we ain't got no crown. Y'all made us feel like we ain't got no jewels. Y'all made us feel like we ain't got some substance. I'm gonna show you who I am. I'm gonna show you what I was made of. I'm gonna show you what's been put inside of me. I'm gonna show you every experience I went through that embodied me, that bodied me, because the spirit that was in me allowed me to come through. We ain't gonna be humble about that. But you know what? Let's make them feel like they ain't got shit. That's why I don't like humble. You not only drew us out from where we came from, but we built this land. 
but let's be humble about it. Hell no. It's time we remember like we've remembered, like we remember who we are. We don't need, we're asking the wrong people for help because our people don't know who they are. so damn hard for me to sit down and go and plow on someone else's field what what nah bro nah 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 anyways as you was talking I was inspired to pick another stick and the stick said I love sticks the stick is a red stick by the way which is your base your your core beliefs your morals your values everything those things have been built on and here's what it says it's not what you do for your children, it's what you teach them to do for themselves. And I love that because I feel that I know in this week, my mum's been struggling with the idea of what she's done for her children, the value that she believes her children sees in her. And what did you say? <laughs> Laugh, because the sticks don't lag, honey. And um, when sometimes the spirit just flies out of me like that, bro, I know what my parents have done for me. And I never want them to go a day questioning. And not just for me, for all of them, for all of us. And there's a lot of us. There's a lot of us and there's a lot of us in each and every single one of us. And they do their utmost best. 
But I just feel that that stick was confirmation that it's not what you do for us, it's what you've taught us to do for ourselves. That is where the legacy is going to be built and vice versa. For everybody in this room, it's, it's what you're giving to your children. Sometimes we're focused on what we're doing, but it's like, what are we giving them? What are we giving them? How are we teaching them to be? What are we giving them to grow? What are we giving them to sustain them? And this week, it's been a tough week for me in terms of teaching discipline to my children. Because like I've said, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of a real cool parent. And so to be this stern, like this version that you see of me in these rooms, I'm not really like that with my children. But when I am, it's ridiculous. And I battle with myself, even of this coming out for me publicly, as much as it coming out for me and my children, it's a side of myself that I battle with. And I keep hearing spirits say, just allow. Yo, we sometimes are a hardened people. We're so hardened. And for those of you that don't know what that means, it means that we are hard of hearing. We don't listen. And so we come in at the 11th hour, according to my dad. My dad thinks we tell him things at the 11th hour. <laughs> Maybe we do. But my point is, before it gets to the 11th hour, make some decisions, write that hope list, start to see yourself greater than you've ever seen yourself before. Thank you so much for sharing, Miss Tina. Who's next? Miss um, Julie, I know you was a bit busy. If you can speak, you can speak. If not, we're coming to you, Miss Dixie Ann. Anybody there? Rising Grand, how are thou? How's your week been? What you learning? What you've been bodied with? What's good? Sorry, your child has been repeating everything you and mum have been saying. Hey, Faniel. You look good. What do you mean, not good? He went, he went, not good. Oh, I hope you're good. He's still probably thinking, what the hell? Where's this now? Bless you. Seriously? 
But I've come to realise that growing up, I never felt that I could speak. And so for me, when I speak on the platform, it actually gives me the courage to speak to people that I actually need to speak to, to get the understanding and the clarity and the clearance of that situation. So in actual fact, the Wednesdays help me because courage has not always been my greatest thing. And speaking and speaking my truth hasn't always, actually, that's a lie, that has never really been my thing. But when I speak on a Wednesday and have the conversations with mum and yourselves that I listen to your rooms, it actually gives me the courage to then actually speak to those people and speak my feelings and speak the truth and I'm able to have those open conversations. So this week's been interesting for me, but it's been very refreshing and realising certain things for myself, but it's also been healing some things for my, like, personally for myself. And that's just me. And then my greatest win this week is that my sisters are actually doing the notes that I've taught them. So every evening the twins have their notebook and like they do their gratitude list, they do their journaling, they do so I'm like, Yay, like they're listening, they've heard and they're understanding how good it is for them and honestly they're like, Oh, we're so grateful that we that you showed us how to do this because it brings them joy and some of the things that they and they've only been doing it for about a week, but some of the things that they've been asking for have put down on that list is now coming to fruition. So yeah, that was that's my actual win for the week. But it's been a good week, all in all. Yes, I've been bodied, um, and yes, I've been in the pit. But I'm I'm working through it. I'm not trying to control how I come out of it. I'm just allowing and just going through it. I love that, and you know what? I love that. Um... You see, when you're willing to put yourself, this is what I sometimes think many of us don't get. When you were speaking, I could just hear when you're willing to put you like yourself in a space of sitting with yourself, in a space of growing, in a space of being open and willing to see things differently. Yo, you don't just bless you. You bless everything that's attached to you. So often we're walking around with the ideas and beliefs of things that don't necessarily serve us, hoping that that person changed, hoping that that situation was different, hoping that that person spoke to us differently or treated us differently. But we haven't even been willing to forgive ourselves. We haven't been willing to even sit with ourselves and hear the silence in all of the noise. But when we give ourselves permission to hear ourselves within everything that we've been blaming, within everything that's been making us be smaller than we are, when we're willing to just write out how it's really made us feel or find a space to get it off of our chest, do you understand the freedom? I'm able to speak um, my truth because I've got platforms to speak my truth. I'm able to share my stories because I'm around people that are willing to listen. I don't feel like for me personally, yes, in like being your coach in some things, I'm like, oh my God, Dixie, if you talk about it one more time, I'm going to lash you. That's how I feel. But at the same time, I recognize how heavy it is. I recognize how deep rooted it is. I recognize that it is a generational, ancestral, something, something that is on you that you have been asked to break. And so it's not easy. It's not going to be done in a day. It's not going to be done in a week. It is going to take commitment, obedience, persistence. And a lot of us don't have that fight. 
We don't make ox and pray and make my, my back broad so that I can carry the weight that I'm feeling. We just ask to get out of it. We just ask for it to be taken away. But what happens when you ask for the capacity to deal with it? What happens when you ask for the strength to get through it? And that's what I adore about you because I see you're a fighter. Yeah, you might go back. Yeah, you might still be held by some of the things that you've experienced, but guess what? You're asking for clarity. You're asking to be able to get through it. And I love that. And I love how now you can see that the, the seeds that you've planted are trickling throughout your family. And that's just what you gotta continue to do. Sometimes we're trying to get our whole family in the room. We're trying to get our, me, ourselves, our partner and everybody in the room. And God's just saying, I want you. I want you, not some of you, not an inch of you, not the tiptoe. I want all of you to come and sit over here. You as a whole person. And when I get through to you as a whole person, I'm going to get through to 10 that's attached to you. I'm going to get through to five that's attached to you. I'm going to get through to 20 that's attached to you. But how many of us are willing to be in the room and give our whole self? Maybe that's the conversation. And as you was talking, I picked a stick. Again, I was, I was led to pick a healing stick. And that one said, better days are coming. And the other stick I picked was an orange stick. Ooh, ooh. It says, the only person you're destined to become is the person you decide to be. The only person you're destined to become is the person you decide to be. What does that tell you, Dixie? To get out, Carly, and stop looking to other people for validation. Period. That's it. And that's, that's it. Hey. Good morning. We could have just picked sticks this morning and got body. Like, what the hell? <laughs> sticks don't last. If anybody's in the room, if you'd like me to pick a stick for you, you can come to the stage. Or you can literally just click on that thing that looks like an arrow in the bottom right-hand corner and I'll pick a stick for you. Um, one other thing that I was going to say is, you know what I hear there, Dixie? It doesn't matter what's happened in your past. It don't matter who said it. It don't matter who done it. It don't matter what it is. Child, the only person that you are destined to become is who you decide to be. Sometimes we just got to put it down and write a new chapter and focus on the new chapter and shut the pages of the other books that we've been reading. We cannot turn a new page if we're still reading the old one. I've just got to put in the full stop. Period. Period. And not just the full stop go, turn over some blank pages, a load of them, and then start again. <laughs> Go draw a line in the sand and just walk. I love that. Um, Miss Julie, if you can speak, unmute when you can. If not, Miss Bev, welcome to the stage, Queen. I see you come up to get bodied, or how have you been bodied or been great this week? Tell us. And rising, everyone. Forgive me if I go in and out of signal. I'm driving. Um, this week, 
for me. Can you hear me? We got you, girl. Okay. Yeah, this week for me has been, I, I've just been really tired all week, but the beautiful thing about it is in the past, I was so, you know, lost, so discombobulated, so, you know, out of my, out of, you know, out of myself. But, and also this week, I felt like, I'm not exactly sure the direction in which I'm going, but for the first time in, like, forever, it, I just don't really care, you know? I just feel so at peace with where, where I am, and I think I said it um, to you last week, or, you know, I think to Tina, about, you know, purpose and where we're going, and I have absolutely no idea, but I just feel so purposeful in my path at the moment. I just feel so on point. I feel so at peace. I just feel full and nourished and direction full but with blindfolds on but it's okay do you know what i mean it's just like it's okay it's, it's all good I, I i feel great i feel amazing i genuinely love that and you know why i love it for you <laughs> is because there was a time in a season where if you didn't know where you were going you were going yeah absolutely if you couldn't control the outcome, you weren't about it. You weren't stepping yep. into unknown territory. Like that was just mm -hmm. not your portion. Yeah. And I love that you're working on the other side of yourself and you're willing to put that down, but you're being fired up by it. Um, you're being yeah, stirred. Yeah, really good. I feel so sure without being, I feel sure of not being sure. If that makes any sense at all. I love that. You know why it's amazing? because yeah. I picked a stick for you and I love it because it's a blue stick which is your truth which is your blue chakra ah! and you know I've been working on authenticity with you so I love that it's blue but here's what it says nice and simple straight to the point I get better and better each day period love it love it thank you girl and I feel like sometimes that's all that we need to accept is just where we are right here, right now is a perfect reminder that we can and will and are getting better and better each day. It's easier to beat ourselves up. It is actually easier. Can you guys imagine that? For a lot of people, it's easier to beat themselves up and think it's not working out and whatever, whatever, whatever. But actually, it just gets better each day. And not does it get better, you get better each day. I am getting better and better each day, period. Respectfully. And I realised, you know, um, when you were saying, um, sorry, I get confused when I'm speaking to you and Tina, I can't remember who said what, but I think it was, um, you know, like in the, the 5 a.m., whatever we're going through now is something, it's the effect of what was going on some months previously. So um, I feel that, you know, all of the lessons, the lessons and ac accumulation of everything that we've learned has now, it's now becoming part of who I am. And I didn't even realize how deeply I'd taken that on. Obviously, you know, there's, there's been some tumultuous mountains to climb the last few weeks. But, you know, a few weeks, a few um, months ago or years ago, I'd have been in a corner rocking somewhere. But, you know, now it's just like, okay, okay, okay. I want to know what is it? God, what is it you need me to learn in this season? What is it you need me to do in this season? And I just feel so okay about it. It's just, it's profound. 
I genuinely love that because sometimes, like I said, we just want to get out. We just want to run. We just want the next season. Like, can we skip this part of our book? You know how many times that happens to me where I was like, man, I just wish I didn't have to experience this chapter. But actually, when I look back, I'm grateful for those chapters because those are the chapters that really stretched me, really grew me, really embedded some things in me, um, really seasoned me. And actually, like I said last week, sometimes we just got to let it marinate because when it marinates, then we know why we needed that thing. Then we know why we went through that difficult relationship. Then we know why every inch of that job made us feel shit. Then we know why that every time we was meant to grow, we shrunk because when we're really supposed to stand, now we're ready. So you just got to let stuff marinate. And I honestly say to people, seriously, be so kind to yourself. Um, I know the seasons that you need to be really delicate and kind with yourself compared to the seasons where you're like, okay, cool, this duvet is coming up. These clothes are coming off. Every inch of these thoughts are dying because this costume, because that's all it is, this costume I've been wearing, it just doesn't serve me, bro. And even if it's a costume that doesn't serve us, sometimes many of us live in our strong suit. The suit that we had to armor up in to make it through survival season. The clothes, the thoughts, the ideas that we had to go through and wear through survival season, you're gonna have to take that off to thrive. Thriving's about you being naked. Thriving's about you being so sure, so open, so ah, so amazingly present in your own energy, right? that everything just works out for you and you can't do that if you've got these thick fierce layers of protection that are now pushing things out that have now become walls sometimes you've got to be the bulldozer and literally lick down your own walls so you can see the things that you couldn't see before they're right there but there was a wall in front of them that was stopping you from seeing the blessings that are right in your front garden. Hello, yes, ma'am. Did it again. Oh, um, Lord. Yeah, you know, um, you know the fighting for freedom flyer. Do you remember it? And it had the characters like pushing the walls. Yeah, I found that the other day. I've got it. Right. I don't know why this happens, you know, but we was working on it yesterday for the Armanda um, and event. And um, yeah, that is exactly what we wrote as part of it, that those walls that we perceive as others and are against us, we actually created those walls. So when you say these things, I'm just like, oh gosh, here she goes again. Spirit is one, guys, and spirit can pick up anything. Like sometimes people ask if I've read something or someone told me that. No, they didn't, I just know. And one of the man them in the room asked me to pick a stick. I want to share this stick because I think it's for the whole room, but particularly for you, man them. It says, stop. It's green, by the way. So it's your heart chakra. And it says, stop scaring yourself and telling yourself negative stories. Sorry, another important thing. Apparently, Nige, one of the man them, he was like, there is a group called the Mandem. He said it's really important that people understand that we are the Mandem. <laughs> so, to the Mandem, to that one that's in the room, 
Um, it's so funny because um, one of the things that happened this week was that somebody was offering us something, yeah, but they were, it, it could appear to the mandem and, and I that 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 person was taking over or giving, like trying to take control of what we were creating. And then I was saying, so what do we want to create? So sometimes we're against what is happening. We're against how something is going. And we're ready to say, that's wrong, that's wrong, that's wrong. You know, the family are wrong. The, the children are wrong. The, this is wrong. And then the question, like you see, like when you say about asking yourself the why, and this is where the faith comes in that even though things may look how they look, we, everything was created from a clot, right? From a nothingness, from a formless, shapeless, from a clot. So we can then put the intention that even in this madness, even in this mess, even though I was abused, even though this, whatever the why, whatever, whatever, we have the ability to create something new. But the problem is the focus is so much on what is going on and what is happening and what is, that we don't work to what we want. And the man then went to work with for what they wanted, and it was phenomenal. The time, the turnaround, the quickness to deliver, it was phenomenal. Because you see, sometimes the pressure that we feel is against us, that pressure is like when the baby's being born, it helps the child to come through. It helps the birth, the newness of something that you're giving birth to, to come through. And Tanya, the one thing what this world done, is when they decided to create the power structure and make it like it's a, it's a masculine. Um, they didn't. They didn't. They didn't bring the woman. But these men, them, they came to the woman, and they came to a woman that they know that is an experienced birth giver. Yeah, to to help them to give birth. So they're not leaving the women out. They're actually including the woman in, and and that particular woman, that me that I, I had to push away a lot of my kind of masculine, I know what I'm going to do, because I'm, I'm serving them, I'm being of service to them, yeah, so it, it was, it's a lot, so thank you for that stick as well. But also, when you understand the dynamics of it, you've been able to operate and bring certain things in the way that you have, because you've operated in your masculine energy, in that space, you've been asked to operate operate in your creative energy because that's the feminine energy when a man and a woman come together in their purest self it's a man saying yo this is my vision these are my dreams these are my desires and it's a woman saying baby we could try this we could try that we could do this so it's the drawing out of each other that brings out the greatness in each other but we don't know relationships like that some of us again going back to the root word influence means to draw out so when we come together like that then we have the right influence on each other so if we go back to you know Donna you're great and if anybody wants a coach she's an amazing coach and I say this because we started in relationships and sometimes we're good at separating stuff so we're good at saying oh my relationships at work are perfect um, my relationships at home, the family, oh, it's the wrong family, it's bad. Oh, my family just doesn't know how to work. But I'm great at work. And I would say to you to visit 
the limited idea that you're entertaining because everything is everything and how you are in one place you're in another place you're you how you relate you relate everywhere but you just might put more effort and more cover-up and hiding in them clothes what tanya's speaking about in certain environments like my children see my nakedness all the time my children see my sulking my children see all of those aspects other people might just see oh that aspect do you understand what i'm saying so when when we went through relationships relationships the whole of life the relationship that you have with everyone then we went we went into um we went into power and because our power if it's not coming from the right source of power yeah then that's where we start off with the relationships like it's a it's a um honeymoon oh it's great i love him he loves me Ooh. yeah oh the job is great i love it they love me Ooh. yeah we have a honeymoon relationship but, but it hasn't got substance if it's not grounded and founded in the right power the power source the connection to power itself and then after that you go into purpose because then you might question what's the purpose of me being in this job what's the purpose of me being in this relationship started off good now he's not giving any flowers now he's not and and you could question your purpose in every single relationship yeah if it's not coming from the right influence so we're there in influence, and that's why I would invite people to take the journey because you get an aspect of it in Clubhouse, but we go to the root in elevation, in the elevate space. So, yeah, and last but not least, Tony, you know the Hebrews 11, 1 that gave us the definition of faith is showing you those ones, one, two, three, it's showing you three ones. And your formula for us was first of all, we got to get that relationship we gotta get the power with ourselves we gotta get that what's the purpose we got nobody else can't tell us what our purpose we gotta find that for ourselves yeah and when we do self and like you said earlier when the woman is good in herself and she's the whole one and the man is the whole one and then when we come together with the original one yeah then you get the trinity you get the mercy talk about it serenity you get the in the tree in the trial because it's a trial for those three individuals to come together but guess what there's another factor there's a fourth factor and people don't really talk about it and it's the zero it's the unseen reality it's the nothingness in which everything is everything is everything and nothing no thing is everything and when we can, when those three elements can perfectly balance together with the zero, then you start to move into four foundation. So, yeah. Amen. That first said it all, and you kept on seeing those three ones. So there they are. We chop up, guys. In on Fridays, we're gonna just start chopping. We're gonna chop in real life and real stories and and real people. So please um yeah tag people into the room and come in on a friday with the openness to just contribute and also some people are, are just talking to me in my inbox that's fine too you know i just want to be of real community service you know not the person that sits on the sidelines like i can't help bro like i can help and if i've got something to help i'm gonna give it and i encourage all of you guys to do the same we're coming out of the room but i want to share the stick that i picked today and it's the one 
it says, I have everything I need. And originally I wrote this book called Affirmations of a Queen. When I'm re-releasing, I'm re-releasing the whole course that I done from January to April, which was called The Level Up. And I've put the four books that I wrote as small mini books into one book, along with the 16 lessons that I taught and just some other guidance that I've been given since then. And I'm releasing it all and I'm releasing it with the sticks that come along with it. But I was mad because in the beginning of the year, it was like it was a book a month, a book a month, a book a month. And, and I, it, I was just obedient to the process. Today I woke up and I'm like, one, two, girl, it's been five books since you released something and you was meant to release this earlier. I wasn't, I wasn't. Because the upgrade that I've been given in these five months of just being present to elevate, being present to clubhouse, being present to serving, what I've been given back to now put out is why it's been so long. We hear the words, trust the process, but we don't understand it. And when it landed in my spirit to activate the room so that it was open to men and women, this book is no longer, when it comes back out, affirmations of a queen. It's actually affirmations of a divine being. And so the context of some of the things that I've been writing has had to change. And that's when you're obedient, you're when you just practice being in your own lane. I am telling you guys the reason why all week spirit has been saying to me, go back, do a new thing with the old thing. Some of you have already started writing plans. You just didn't move on them. Some of you wrote down these little things that you were supposed to do, but you didn't have the time. Yo, make the time. You didn't have the money. Plant it and watch how the money comes to you. Even a couple of weeks ago, I put in a bid. Some of you guys put in a bid to the Black History Month. They said, no, Tanya doesn't get told no. But you know what? Ha! I've been asking for money from the wrong people. Every no will lead you to a greater yes. Sometimes we're playing small out of fear. We're going to the places that are comfortable out of fear. We're going to the, the friends that will tell us what we want to hear. No, come to Tanya, I'll tell you some truth. It might not be what you want to hear, but it will help you grow though. We go where's comfortable and we stay the same. Sometimes you just got to step out of your comfort zone. I've never felt so uncomfortable writing in my life, like till I'm like, oh, I'm not doing it. But the process is necessary. The turning around is necessary. The upgrading is necessary. The going back is necessary. The trusting where you are is necessary. The being still is necessary. The crawling is necessary. The running is necessary. There's different seasons for different things. But are you willing to trust the season that you're in? Not where anybody else is. Some of us are in the still, while others of us are crawling, while some of us are running, while some of us didn't even know there was a damn race. But if you're willing to be aware about where, where you're at, 
you will know why you're there. Trust it. Miss Julie, I believe you can speak now before we get out. Yeah, grand rising, everyone. I can. Grand rising. Running up that hill to get back home, so my reception keeps cutting out. Oh, bless you. I'm doing my exercise now. Yeah, and the fact that when I literally pressed on cover, I went straight to the stage. I laughed because I knew you were supposed to be here. stay there as long as he wants you to be there because that's the obedience that we're disciplining ourselves to practice and I always love how refreshing it is to hear you share um and I think sometimes we're scared to have baby faith do you understand like we're scared to have an inch we're scared to hold on to the thread because it seems like it can't carry our weight so we're looking for the rope but it's like, no, start with the thread. And when you then see that the thread holds your weight, okay, cool, now you might pick a straw. Oh my gosh, the straw held me through. All right, now I'll pick a rope. And so it's the ability to take the steps that are necessary for you, nobody else. 
And actually, no one can tell us what steps are necessary for us. People can help us, people can give us guidance, people can give us awareness. But one thing that I've been instructing everybody in Elevate Space to do is have a deep, intimate, personal relationship with themselves and with God. Many of us don't have a personal relationship with ourselves. Our relationship with ourselves is defined by everyone and everything else. And stepping outside of that awareness, bro, that can be uncomfortable for people. Because it's like, wow, how do I see me? What do I know about me? What do I believe about me? Not what the world wants me to believe about me, not what my religions taught about me, not what my parents or teachers or friends or even children have taught about me. What do I know about me? And that's where the journey begins. And guess what? It's also where it ends. Because you're going to be whatever it is you believe, period. If you believe that you're a millionaire, you wake up and act as one. If you believe that you're, uh, oh, we're black and broken, you wake up and act as that. You act as that. And then we have the audacity to go and buy up the audacities that have been on sale since 2015 to talk about what's been done to us. I don't care what's been done to us, bro. What are you willing to do about it? What are you willing to do about it? And sometimes until that pain sinks in, you ain't doing shit but talking. So when are you going to start walking? When are you going to start crawling? When are you going to start being the change that you so wish you could see? I'm telling you, for free, you'll get your answers when you're willing to sit in those pits. Yeah, and here I am. Here I am again. But do you know what? He's so great. So, so great because this baby needs babying at the minute. This baby is taking, you know, such little tiny tiny steps. And he said, don't worry, I will send you the mother. I will send you a nurturer. And who who might be my accountability partner? <laughs> Miss Cece, girl. I'm excited. I'm so excited. And it's the role play for me. It's the shift of mum and daughter energy that's flipped. And <laughs> now she's got a mother you. And one thing I literally, as you, before you started, as you started talking, I picked a stick. Julie, I just held my hand in my head and I said, oh my God, look at God. So those of you who don't know, every time that I'm picking a stick, I'm putting them back into the whole pot. I've got full collection. So my sticks have about a hundred in each collection. So there's a hundred in this collection, which I'm picking from right now. <laughs> and I put back in this, all of the sticks as I've picked them and I shuffle them up and I pick one out. For the energy that's speaking miss julie it's a red stick by the way your base and root chakra oh i'm so excited for what god does miss julie it's not what you do for your children it's what you teach them to do for themselves <laughs> i knew that she had the same oh my goodness oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> 
And you know why I love it? Because you and mum have been very much in the same energy since you're both getting into this alignment of 55. Coming into this birthday energy of 55. And I love the power of five because five represents freedom as much as it represents belief. But five plus five equals 10 and 10 equals power. And so in order for us to step into our power, like our real power, yo, we got to go to what we really believe. And I also know that both of you have been balancing this value system with your children. Oh, my God. Talk about confirmation, somebody. Julie, how does it feel? Amen. <laughs> Day. 
They say, Mom, hang me. Dad, read me a book. Tell me a story. I need a cuddle. So it's the shift. It's the, it's the way that we've got to learn to nurture the different parts of ourselves. And that's why I love what she's about to do. Amen. I tend to find that I, I nurture everybody else, so there's no nurturing for me. But like I said, the revelation of you're a baby, and I thought, am I? I thought, actually, yes, I am. I am a baby. I am a baby in, in God's eyes. I am a baby, and I will be a baby until he says otherwise. But I, I can embrace that now. Like I said, the relief that I felt yesterday, because I don't know why I just, again, I'm going to use the word sport. You know, being 55, being an older person, you know, my face should be strong, you know, my face should be this or my face should be that. Why am I shooting? Why am I shooting? And, and I think that's what put me into the pit because I kept shooting and, and I needed to go there. But that, that, I think that is really why, why I'm there. I'm nurturing everybody else. I'm not nurturing myself. And you're the baby. You know, how, how can a baby nurture? I love they that. And we really need to get what we're willing to give. We really have to be open to receive what we're willing to give. And some of us just don't give ourselves that type of permission. And I'm telling you, all, uh, I call myself in. I can give love. And the minute that people try to love me, wall, 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 boom, I will find every reason to tell you why you do not love me and why it is not necessary to love me. That's why. I'm a great teacher of self-love. Because I can so, only teach what I've been asked to give. Tyler, you'd never guess what I found this morning. Oh, Lord. I found my notebook with my letter to courage. Wow. I, when you were speaking earlier with mum, I was like, Aha! I swear all my notebooks are just coming out. And then after that, a few pages is the lesson that you did on elements and how you... Like, Honestly... And then, do you want to, should I give you another joke? I picked my sticks when I got back. And you're never going to believe the stick I picked. <laughs> <laughs> I love I love when sticks give you that joy. What is it? Tell us. <laughs> no, because it's like, you bodied me in him and then the stick just bodied me on top of your body. <laughs> Share with us. What does the stick say? It's a red stick. And it says, complainers remain, praises get raised. Amen. Hallelujah. Where's that church music? <laughs> it's the red sticks for me. It's the way that I'm going to pick one for him. <laughs> and you know what I love? Dixie. If you know what, we've been picking pure red sticks in here. I think one orange came up, one green came up for the man them. And we're going out. It's funny because I've already picked the room for the overall, the stick for the overall room that I'll read last. But I just picked a stick for dad. <laughs> I want everybody to unmute their mic and get ready to say amen. Because by the way, it's a purple stick, which is your highest chakra. And it's real plain and straight to the point. And you know what it says? It says, actually, I'm going to wait for you all to unmute your mics firstly. Unmute your mic, Miss Tina. 
because I know that everybody's going to want to shout and scream and clap on this one. Yep. It's a purple stick and it simply says, invest in yourself. Claude, how do you feel about that stick, Claude? The blue sticks. The black ones, the little ones. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Can you go in there and look at it? Says something um like um something in your own success. Like, I can't remember the word, but I have to. Um, okay. Let me get it. You keep talking. Um. So. And I was going to say something before she went. Um. Because she took a seat for me, and I and I, before I went. Before I left to come to work, I picked my, I picked up, I thought, I'm in the mood now, I'll pick my stick. So I laughed and I said, boy, I'm laughing, I'm going to pick a stick. If she can pick a stick, that's on the same level as so that, then I surrender. Right. I'm going to lie, what sticks do you have? Because I've got black sticks and I don't know what sticks you'd be talking about. He's got the key rings, he's got sticks on the go. Oh. Right. So I, when Tanya finds it, Oh, I've got it, honey. Are y'all ready for the stick? Let me just tell y'all. Let me just tell y'all about sticks. So we don't know what dad said before. We don't know what stick he picked before, but we just picked a purple stick, which is your highest chakra, which is telling him to invest in himself. Okay? The stick he picked today is an acronym for BOSS. Build on self-success. <laughs> What? Say what now? Well, let you continue. So you can understand how powerful um, your mind is. You know how powerful um, the power that's going around at the moment. And there's a lot of power that's going around. People don't believe it. Believe it now. There is power that is going around this room. There's power going. There's energy. Energy. The positive. I just also want to share, Dad. When you said to go to the black sticks, I went to my black collection, I put my hand in and actually a clear one came out. Amplify your vibes collection. Do you want to know what this stick says? Go on. Lead by example. Come on, somebody! I'm done. I think this room I, I is done. I don't need to talk anymore, yeah. I think it's done too. Well, there's, there's nothing left for me to say, do it, innit? I mean... Can I just give y'all some history behind that stick lead by example? So 
when I write these sticks, I um, the very first sets of sticks, they were energy for everybody. There's no male, female chart. It's just, it's just for any person in any minute to be picked up and lifted by the stick. And they're the colorful sticks that I'm reading for you guys. After a while, when I really started to see what sticks can do, I started being intentional about who and what each pack is aimed at. And so the Amplify Your Vibe sticks, which are a clear collection, those were one of the unisex collections that I wanted to write to really help people uplift their energy. Um, the, the black sticks were very heavily targeted at masculine energy. They're not just for men, but they are targeted at masculine energy. I picked them. And when I went to write the clear sticks, I was talking to my children's father at the time. And I said to him, you know, as a man, if there was really something that you could say or give to people, like especially maybe your children or people, and he said it would be lead by example. And I think sometimes in the masculine energy in our community, that's all we're hoping for. That's all we're needing. That's all we're wanting is that our fathers and their fathers and our children's fathers would just lead by example, not by their words, but by their walking. So I'm just saying, I'm not going to sleep on what God's just done. I know that he's spoken to your heart, dad, like you speak to ours. And it's time to step and recognize the favor, the favor, the favor that's been placed upon your life, the favor that's been placed upon your children. My God. My God, the favor. When favor is given and something came done with it, it is taken away. Don't go another day not being the boss, the boss, the boss that you've been called to be. It's in you. It's always been in you. It's not even just in you. It's on you. It's on you. I know you've made many decisions that have made me proud and you will continue to. But Father, it's time that you invest in yourself. You trust in your vision. You build on self-success and you lead by example. Guys, this has been an incredible and absolutely incredible room. I pray you guys have had as much fun as we have. I want to thank um, Spirit for just showing up in the way that it is. I want to thank God for all he's doing. I just said from listening to Wednesday's room that we're going to just come in here and be real. No flipping titles, just get bodied and be great. And look what he's doing. I didn't even anticipate the room being open this long, but it's going to be open as long as it needs to be. But I'm going to call it to a close because I feel that we've got everything we needed. And guess what? That was the stick that I was going to read about. It says, I have everything I need. That's not just for me. That's for all of us. There's no more questioning. There's no more thinking we've been left out. Yo, you've got everything you need to be great. It says you could look at life right now and easily believe that things are missing. Things are not happening. And maybe you have a long way to go before you have everything you need, or you could simply change your perspective. This particular affirmation has been a major turning point for me. And I've pray it becomes the same for you what if we don't need anything 
What if we simply desire things to expand our experience on this journey called life, yet right here, right now, we are utterly and completely complete? Would we continue to think and believe that anything is missing? Or would we begin to believe we have everything we need? The main reason we desire anything is because we fundamentally believe we would be better off or life would be better as a result of that thing. However, whenever we are telling the universe we need something, what we're really saying is we don't have it, which generates a vibration of more lack. The universe loves us so much that it always lovingly has our back. Therefore, any vibration that we offer the universe, the universe will lovingly bounce that vibration back thought or desire it will all come back good or bad positive or negative the rule always applies through understanding this simple law of the universe it challenges you to revisit what you believe maybe it even encourages you to deeply look at the idea of questioning what do you really need you have been truly blessed with way more than you know you have so much in you right here and right now to keep you abundantly in flow. Sometimes instead of asking for more, the magic is in simply learning to let go and appreciate, appreciate. I hear my auntie Babby, appreciate everything that you have now. Gratitude changes the game. When you are grateful for your now, you will be abundantly blessed in your next. God says, hmm, show me what you can do with a little, yo, crazy faith somebody, baby faith somebody. Show me what you can do with a little and yo, I'll show you what we can do with some more. Tap into what you have now and watch the appreciation of that open more doors you seriously have way more access to more to more than you know let it surface let it flow tap in and as the room got going I picked a stick in the middle of the room for the energy of the room and guess what it was purple and it says look for a way to lift someone and if that's all you do that is enough guys you don't need no other body you are the one it is what it is greatness is happening now you are great period i pray you stand in your greatness you live in your greatness and most importantly you find a way to share your greatness with the world be great kings and queens rise up to the occasion of what's been what you've been called to do no more shrinking no more hiding, no more apologizing. You are the one. Be great.